They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. is there coming to get you my name is gavin eddings brent here hewn is taking some time away from the podcast which is why i have turned to some friends frenemies lovers to help fill out the show i have a very special guest this week who you may know from his other church universe show the cafeteria he is the third most talented man in the entire united states of america Please welcome my good friend, Mr. Ryan Niemiller. This is exciting. This is the uh, the second uh, podcast I've now had to carry Terhune in. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm invading his spaces and carrying his ass. <laughs> Which is normally one thing that comes up on this podcast is he'll talk about, um, he will say, he'll talk about the field trip and then he'll talk about the cafeteria. And I always say, nobody cares about the cafeteria. So I would like you to know that I don't care about the cafeteria, but I'm th- so thankful to have you on this podcast. I, 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 I will let you know that um, the listeners don't care about the cafeteria either. <laughs> so the the world at large does not care much for the cafeteria. So uh, the- <laughs> so your uh, your words are hurtful, but they hurt more because they're true. Yeah, I like to cut deep. I really like to cut deep. But Ryan, if somebody does not know who you are for some reason, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself and uh, what you're about. What are you about? What's <laughs> well, what, the cut of your What's the cut of your jib? Yeah, yeah, the, the cut of my jib. Uh, so, uh, so I uh, I tell jokes professionally. That is how we know each other from many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you will be open for me on a few shows. Uh, I don't know when this is actually going to be put up. So, uh, so either. Come see the shows that Gavin's opening for me at, or man, sorry you were there. Gavin bombed his ass off. <laughs> I'm gonna bury you, and I'm gonna dig a hole so deep you cannot get out of that. That makes sense. Well, I mean, with my arms, it's hard for me to get out of many holes, regardless. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I've been doing stand up for about 16 years. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, 2019, I got third place in America's Got Talent. That's where uh, anyone who uh, may remember me would be from that uh it's either that or comcast on demand from 2011 <laughs> in the indianapolis area that would be the two things you would know me from uh would be those uh and um uh, i i'm i get to do this i have to be uh i'm usually a lot louder i'm pretty loud right now but i like to be loud but uh but I, i'm a new dad so my sweet boy is sleeping in the other room and uh my wife yelled at me for yelling too loud during the cafeteria once because it woke the boy up. So I have to make ah. sure I keep it. So so don't scare me too much, Gavin. Okay. Your, yeah. With your, with your spooky podcast. Yes. It's, this is a very spooky podcast where we make fun of movies and such. Now, are you a horror movie fan? Generally speaking, no. Good. Uh, glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I figure I am the absolute perfect person to ask to do this. <laughs> when you're like, like uh, do you like these? No. I, I I barely like you, <laughs> let, let, let alone your genre. You you don't like the content. I'm not a selling point. <laughs> yeah, this so, is a bad time for everybody. Man, we all we all got to slum a little bit now. So generally speaking, I, I do not. Uh, I am what you would call a coward. Mm, yes, a- and um, stuff like that sticks with me too long. So so my thing with horror movies generally is it does one of two things that I don't like the feeling of. It either tells such a good story that I think about it too long, which I know is kind of the, you know, that's what you want a movie to do. But for mm-hmm. me, I don't like that creepy feeling following me throughout my day. Okay. Or the other thing it does, which I also don't like, is a lot of horror movies that I've tried to watch are just, the horror is just jump scares. Mm-hmm. But like, like, like that's where the quote unquote terror comes from. And that's why I don't do roller coasters that I don't like that sensation just in general. Some people love that and they, that's fine. I don't like that feeling. So, so a horror movie, I, I it needs to have a good enough story that I am hooked into it, but not so much 
that it ruins my week. <laughs> yeah. Because now I'm no, terrified. That. Yeah. What is a horror movie that like ruined your week and like stuck with you for a long time? Uh, this one will sound silly because I know it's campy. I, I, I'm not claiming that this was a movie that was like, oh, damn, this was, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm, but, yeah. but the concept really got into my brain. Um, and it's honestly only about the first 25 minutes of the movie, but Final Destination. Okay, yeah, so, so no, that that that's a solid one. We covered that on the podcast. It because it has such a primal fear. It like taps into like a fear that like you fly a lot. So, yep. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. The, as that movie goes on, and I'm just, I think they did what like eighteen more movies or something ridiculous. They, yeah, there's nineteen, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it kind of gets ridiculous, and, and and that's kind of like funny and campy. But that that first, I remember that first twenty twenty five minutes just being. Really, just like, oh no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. What that could happen, and I do fly a lot, and I don't like that. Yeah, um, you need to watch Final Destination two because it will ruin driving for you. Oh. So yeah, oh, oh yeah, that's the one where uh, like, well, the stuff like falls out of the back of the truck, the log fails. truck. Yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah. you see anything, any like heavy load. Yeah. In front of, if you oh, see a wide that, that, that's why my wife gets scared every time she sees me. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> no, uh, that, that 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 reference is actually very funny because that's what my wife. My wife gets really nervous driving behind. Uh, here in Southern California, where I live, there's a lot of like work trucks that'll just like haphazardly have a bunch of like ladders and just whatever Ooh, nonsense yeah. on the back. And she's like, "You need to pass this person or get around from them because I don't want to follow this Final Destination truck." Yeah, That's what she calls you, them. Yeah, it's what they are. Anytime yeah. you get behind a log truck or anything with like pipes, you're like, if this, if that thing breaks too hard and I go into it, it's gonna cut my head off. Like a pipe will go through my jugular and I will bleed out slowly. Yeah, and and man, I don't want that to happen. I've. I really haven't left much of a good legacy. I got. I still got things <laughs> to do. You know, like that's. I can't be going yet. <laughs> No, but uh, you are a big video game fan. Correct. Yeah, that, that is, is like that's kind of like your 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 thing, I guess. I mean, I whatever. Yeah, um, uh, I know this is just an audio podcast, but I'm uh, sitting in part of my uh, it's messy room right now because I've also gotten into toy collecting. As mm-hmm. you kind of see back there, I've told you to stop that. I said no. I said you are you are basically because you're a big video game collector, and you're like I want to collect toys now. And I said, that's like going from heroin to slightly less expensive heroin. <laughs> yeah, to, to cheaper plastic heroin. <laughs> uh, but, but yes, uh, my, my video game collection is around 3,500 uh, physical from about uh, 25 or so different consoles. Uh, I, I am paring it down slightly just because got, it's gotten a little overwhelming. And I need mm-hmm. to make room for all of these toys I'm now going to be overwhelmed by. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I I have a bit of a problem. I'm I'm a collector by nature. I, I love checklists. That's the problem. You you, no, you, no, you, you have checklist. Yeah, you give me a list of like, oh, here's all the Marvel Legends you can collect. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna collect all those Marvel Legends. Then you gave me oh, a no. checklist. <laughs> oh no! And see, one thing that you are also bad about is you're a variant guy. So you're like, I need because you have, I believe, at one point like eight Nintendo Switches or something crazy. Uh, I still have thirteen of them. My God! And yeah. there are so many action figures that have like slightly different paint variants and you are going to die under a mountain of toys possibly yes like for me in those situations generally speaking and it sounds weird because i do have 13 unique switches uh but i won't you know if all it is is like oh for whatever reason this one has a red bandana instead of a white bandana i don't Mm -hmm. consider that completing the my checklist yet uh, unless they release it as a like you know because like, i think they're what called chase variants yes you know yeah. like like when it's officially released as like uh oh by the way this is an actual <laughs> different mm-hmm. numbered thing then mm-hmm. i'll get it like, like talking about the marvel legends like i know there's like a thousand spider-men i have to yes. collect but if they're individually yeah. unique spider-men i'm gonna get those spider-men <laughs> I like the way that Spider-Man sounds like a Jewish attorney who was bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm here. I do spider law. <laughs> That's all I do. Sal oh, no. Spider-Man. <laughs> Injured in an accident? Call Spider-Man. <laughs> as long but as it I was pre- a spider-caused accident. 
<laughs> as long as it was spider related. Injured in a car accident where a spider was driving? <laughs> called Spider-Man. Uh, I bring up video games because I was like, hey, I was like, hey, Ryan, I almost called you Brent. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm just which, so used which, to. Yeah, yeah, please. Why don't you just call me Talentless Hack <laughs> <laughs> while we're at it? Uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Lolly, who was a fan that came out to a show um, at Books and Brew in Brownsburg, Indiana. She was a fan of this podcast and loved Brent. Like, I was also there, so I was a bonus, but she loved Brent. And we really appreciate you being a fan of the podcast and for coming out and hanging out with us. So thank you, Lolly, for doing that. Also, thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers over at patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. We appreciate you supporting us on that podcast. Whew. Brent does a lot of talking, and I don't realize how much he is until I'm just, like, out of breath and like, whoo, that boy. He really yeah. carries it for me. He does. Yeah, yeah he, he talks a lot, but he doesn't really say anything. That, that's the <laughs> issue with Brent. <laughs> exactly. But you are a video gamer, so I said, Ryan, let's do a video game movie that Brent and I have not covered. And that is why we are talking today about 2002's Resident Evil, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Paul W.S. Anderson did uh, Event Horizon. He did some later Resident Evil movies, and also he did Alien vs. Predator, but we don't talk about that. Now, had you watched this movie before Resident Evil? At around when it first came out, I remember watching it. I remembered very little about it, though, upon the rewatch here. The, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how you guys normally do this, because I would never support you as your friend uh, and, and listen to your podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the only part I I really remember was uh the dude getting uh laser chunked, like like the the grid of the lasers and and him just sliding down like meat. That was the yeah. main thing I remembered. That's all anybody remembers from it. And I think uh watching because I watched it right before um doing this podcast with you tonight because I like to put everything off. Uh, I watched. I think it's the first time I've ever sat down and watched it from beginning to end. Yeah, it it feels like it was one of those movies that was just on TBS or TNT for about a three-year period and all mm-hmm. kinds of random things. So yeah, I I'm pretty sure I've also watched the movie multiple times in in non-sequential chunks. Yeah, we call that pulp fictioning where yeah. you watch the you watch the end, then you watch the beginning, then you watch the middle and it all kind of comes together. I just remember the guy getting chunked by the lasers which we'll talk about. Then I also remember that scene where she kicks the dog like the Matrix, and that's like it. That that's all I remembered from it. Um, I remember people getting really excited when this came out in two thousand and two, and this was a time when horror was kind of in uh, we're we're past Scream, but we're not quite at like Saw yet. So we're like in that in between. Video game adaptations were not the high. Well, they're not really high art now even. But video game movies were just like soulless cash grabs. And this, I, I, I will say, I actually did walk away kind of enjoying this. And Stephanie actually watched it with me. And she's like, I don't want to get sucked into this. I don't want to get. And then she's like, well, tell me all about every character in this movie. They, but, uh, and and that, that, I'll go ahead and talk about it. That was one of my first problems. And, what, and the problem I have with a lot of video game adaptations in general, horror or not, is. Uh, yeah, tell me about these characters. I can't because they have nothing to damn do with the video game. They're they're yeah. all creations. They're yeah. all just made up for this. Now, are you a fan of the Resident Evil games uh, in general? Uh yeah. So so I, I haven't played most of them. I will be perfectly honest because I buy games, but I don't play them because I'm too busy buying <laughs> games. Uh, but the first Resident Evil game, which doesn't hold up amazingly because it was like 1995 mm-hmm. early, you know, polygonal when they didn't really have that fully figured out yet. And before video games realized that like, Oh, you can actually hire talented voice actors to make this work. But <laughs> you, Ryan, the master of unlocking. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I almost became a Gavin sandwich. <laughs> Gavin sandwich is what me and Stephanie do on the weekends. That's, the scariest thing I'm going to hear on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but I, I do remember the original Resident, oh, excuse me, the original original Resident Evil game being the first time a video game really scared me in any kind of real way. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a little hokey to look back at now, but, you know, spoilers for the first two minutes of that game. But 
when you're kind of like starting in the mansion and you find like the blood in like the banquet hall or whatever, the big dining room, and then you go to the side room and it does like the, um, it's, it's not FMV, but it does like the kind of animated cutscene where that first zombie turns around and it's just like, ah. I remember that being the scariest thing in the world to like 12, 13 year old Ryan <laughs> when I mm. first, because video games were not that yet, you know? Like, yeah. Like they would try to do a little bit of like horror, you know, there was like Friday the 13th for the NES, but like there's only so much you can do with eight bits, mm-hmm. but, but that was the first time. And we'd never seen anything like that before. So it's still that era where it's like, games will never look more real than this. <laughs> so, at the, so at the time it was like, oh God, it was super scary. Yeah, what I what I love about that time in video games is because you've got Resident Evil, which is one of my all-time favorite game series. Um, I have played all of the mainline entries. Uh, then sometimes it's like, oh, you're a Resident Evil fan? Well, tell me your favorite outbreak character. And it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't play every Umbrella Chronicles or Revelations. Like, give me the mainline entries. But during that time, I remember thinking, like, video games will never look better. The hottest woman in existence is a pointy titted. Laura Croft, that's yeah. that that is how it's going to be. See, I, thought you were, I thought you were gonna say Joe Valentine. I still I still have a, a a crush on the uh the live uh FMV actress for that for the bad cutscenes. Okay that they did. Uh which uh if you ever uh I'll see if I can send you the video later. Someone actually did a video where they they hunt like they didn't hunt her down because that sounds way creepier. <laughs> but had to find her. They they hunted her down and that they did research about who it was and apparently mm-hmm. it was like just some like random Ukrainian or Romanian actress that had no idea what this was or what was going <laughs> on and never was in anything again. Uh, very interesting. But yeah, I thought she was the the hottest woman that thirteen year old Ryan had ever seen. Yeah, and you probably have a being the third most talented person in America. You you probably have a chance now. I I mean yeah, I I, I <laughs> she's the third most talented person in that game. So it should work. She's no Barry, but <laughs> that's who I tracked down. Uh, we had a I tracked down the voice of the live action Barry Burton, and we uh, made love several times. As uh, as well, you should. He looks like a gentle but firm lover. <laughs> Jill, is that you? Uh, <laughs> that's what he said every time. Uh, he'd be like, "I've got this," and they'd show you his penis. <laughs> You mentioned how the the games aren't scary by now standards, but I the original I, ones, the, yeah. the new the new ones I haven't played yet, but they yeah I will say uh in those games events I went back and I was playing Resident Evil three like like the original in anticipation for the the remake that came out back in twenty twenty, and it still fucking scared me like there's a jump square a jump square where Nemesis jumps through a window and I'm like I just got scared by sixteen bit graphics essentially. Yeah, and I mean that's that's why like with this movie, like story wise, yeah, I, that's my wife. I I did just feel the earthquake, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a real scary thing going. We I, I was talking to you, no selling an earthquake. I know. <laughs> right. Oh, now. did you have an earthquake? Really? We, we literally just had an earthquake. Yeah. So, oh, nice. It was a pretty big one. Yeah, things were rattling. So uh, you won't be able to see her, but but say hi, Anne. There you go. <laughs> She's like, that's my special needs wife, apparently. I don't know. That, that, got, that, got, that got very weird. So, yeah, just a uh, an earthquake in the middle of this. That's that's the scary things you got to deal with here. Uh, what, that's what, 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 what I were you no sold about? an earthquake for real. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was an actual earthquake. Uh, what, that's what, what, you, what were you asking? I forgot. I don't even remember because your your wife came in, waved at me, and I was like, "What's she?" I was like, "Did you wake the baby up? Like, what are you? What, no, what happened?" Just just an earthquake. I think we were talking about being scared, but oh, God, I got, I remember because you were talking yeah. about being scared by a 16-bit <laughs> yes, game by a nemesis, yes, and, and uh, that that that's why like this movie is like you know I think it's a horror movie, but it's not really scary because it's too campy. Yes, I but, would agree. Like, but like if you do, if you're telling a good story, you can elicit uh, elicit emotion. Even if, you know, graphically it's not realistic, you know, like, you know, this isn't a horror game, but Final Fantasy VI, you know, there's some like legitimate tear jerking moments in there. And that's a Super Nintendo game because mm-hmm. it's, it's so well written, you know, it doesn't have to be this super realistic thing. I was not ever scared <laughs> while watching the <laughs> Resident Evil movie. I will say that. 
Uh, I, I assume the tear-jerking moment that you're talking about in Final Fantasy VI is when you can suplex a train. Yes, because <laughs> any time that pro wrestling gets added into something else that I love, I shed a tear. Oh, we have a long-standing history on this show of uh, Fuck Goldberg. Okay. Like, any time out, out of nowhere, because we, uh, it, it's long established. Ryan, also a huge wrestling fan, huge wrestle nerd. Uh, probably bigger than, uh, I, I think you and I are on the same, same level. You're, we're definitely more into wrestling than Brent is. Brent is, cool. like, uh, aware of it, but you and I are just like, man, what are they doing in the, with the booking? Yeah, yeah, but we yeah, have yeah, a, yeah, yeah, you and I will have a friendly friendship-ruining conversations randomly. I know. At, at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday <laughs> about You nonsense. and I were arguing. You and I were arguing this morning about, about wrestling. I was like, we, I, I got to fucking calm down because I got to have him on this podcast tonight. <laughs> I know, man. I'm seeing red right now. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this guy. I don't think I want to talk to him ever again. <laughs> but no, wrestling, if you want to reference any wrestling or compare uh, anything from Resident Evil to Goldberg or Bret Hart, feel free to do so. Perfect. Uh, I will say there was this movie. It's very campy. It's very fun. But what a fucking choice to not include any of the characters from, like, that first game. That is a weird choice, right? Yeah. So, like, when I watched this movie um, through Amazon, so I rented it through there, and I forgot this was a feature. On Amazon, like, it also has, like, little fun facts that you can kind of, like, during the scenes, it'll be like, well, here's a continuity issue, or, you know, this person (laughs) was hired because of the... Like like the nepotism you, higher, you know, in, in one of the scenes where uh, um, one of the guys is getting uh, just eaten by a ton of zombies, I think in an elevator or like a, yes. like a door open. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess the the presidents of uh, Capcom US and Capcom Japan are two of the zombies like they make a little cameo in there. Mm-hmm. So so it's like cool for fun facts like that. But basically any ties to the actual game in those facts that I read would be like. Uh, back here in the background on this locker, you can see the name Redfield. But, <laughs> like, that's the only thing that has anything to do with the actual... And, and that's why, for years, has pissed me off about video game movies in general, is like, just do a movie version of the video game. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing all this other weird shit? Just do that yeah because i think i think when this came out there'd only been a handful of video game movies and a lot of them like you you had the yeah you had mortal kombat mortal kombat annihilation you had street fighter you had the super Super mario Mario brothers Brothers, yes yes (laughs) the the quintessential video game movie (laughs) the 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 true horror movie that we we need to cover on this podcast like is that supposed to be yoshi that is the most terrifying yoshi of all time (laughs) But you still hadn't like got to that that next level yet. And once this movie did really well at the box office, everybody snatched up like every kind of property. Like then uh, the 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 Silent Hill movie got made, and like the the Doom movie yeah. with with the Rock. They were just trying to make anything. Yeah, I I, and, I, I, I think the uh, the Tomb Raider movies were not long after this, too. Right with uh with old uh, with, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, with uh, uh John Voight's ball spawn. <laughs> I think that, <laughs> yeah, uh, I there there are gonna be things that I forget as I get older. But one thing I'll never forget is be like, remember when her and Billy Bob just wore blood around their neck? Just wore each other's blood. Yeah. Remember that? I, I, on your deathbed, that'll be your last thought. <laughs> Man, what was that about? Ooh, <laughs> come closer, kids. Remember when? <laughs> like we don't know who you're talking about, Grandpa. <laughs> she was an old actress with some. Big old bitties, <laughs> not like your grandmother's. <laughs> but I, it was it was a weird choice to have like all new original characters. Of course they 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 do have the Umbrella Corporation, which is the big bad. I wrote here. Uh, you have that opening narration where they're like, the Umbrella Corporation does computers and pharmaceuticals and military. Basically, Umbrella is Amazon. I feel like they're they're just Amazon. Kinda, yeah. I think that does computers. Yeah, <laughs> I do computer. That sounds like when someone is trying to impress a girl on a date by claiming mm. he has like a really good job, but he doesn't know what really good jobs are because he's a piece <laughs> of shit. So he's like, "Yeah, I, I do computers. That's what I yeah, do." Yeah, you know, you know, I just uh, well, do you like make do you solder at all? I just do them. You know, I, I, I do computers. Do I I dabble in doing the stock market. <laughs> 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 
you know. <laughs> I'm a do a business. Yeah. So you want to go to Long John Silver's or like what's up? <laughs> Let's go ahead. I lo- I love he's trying to impress a girl with like I I do computers, but he's like let's let's go to some LJS baby. That's all he could afford. Uh, I I approve of it. Um, I do think I I love that the first twenty minutes of this movie are just business people getting wet. I think that's fun. Where it's just all these people trapped in the hive. Um, you've got the scene where uh somebody uh, like steals a T virus and then just like nonchalantly just like. Tosses it over their shoulder like a yeah. He does like the this is a dated reference, but the Mean Joe Green from the old seventies <laughs> commercial throwing the towel like, "Here you go, kid. It's the T virus." <laughs> you know, just, he slow motion walks out of there and drinks his coke. Thanks, Albert Wesker. <laughs> like, uh, but it's not actually Albert Wesker. It's just a yeah, guy because that would make too much sense. Yeah, I like that the T virus is also just a crazy straw. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It, it, and and it, it reminded me of drinking my juices as a kid. It was very nice. <laughs> the entire time you're sitting there like, I think I was with that T-virus. Yeah, I, I could go for a blue <laughs> T-virus right now. It's like a Capri Sun. You just got to really get, <laughs> gotta get into it. Need my T-virus. Um, but the, the first part of the movie is just like these business people all wandering around in like the basement being like, the, what's going on? What's going yeah, on here? I, I can't get out of here. The door's Yeah. You know, um, it, 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 like, there's weird pacing in this movie. I think I with agree. stuff like that. So like, like you said, they spent way too much time, like, like the, the, the Cliff Notes version of what's happening there is... The, the systems in, in the place sense that the T-virus is out there, so the whole place goes into lockdown. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that, that's what's actually happening. You could establish that in two minutes. Yeah. They, they, they spent 20. Yeah. How, however, the coolest part of the first Resident Evil game is the damn mansion. You're mm. in the mansion for about 12 seconds before <laughs> you go into the underground lab that is, has nothing to do with anything. Like, no, how about less lab, a little more of the thing that people remember from the first Resident Evil game, which is the mansion. That's the cool part. I want to watch Mia Jovovich have to backtrack through several rooms with a key that's in the shape of a clover. <laughs> yeah, I need her to push the statue and then play Moonlight <laughs> Sonata <laughs> on the oh, no. piano so that she may get a oh. token. God, could you imagine just how awful it would be to live in the Spencer Mansion from the first Resident Evil game? Oh God, I'm, I mean, it it would it wouldn't suck quite as bad if the zombies weren't there. Yeah, you know, if it was just the mansion, it would still be really annoying. I'm like, I just have to take a shit. Why am I solving <laughs> a puzzle right now? <laughs> I just need to shit. I'm mixing herbs right now so <laughs> I can get into my own bathroom. God. Oh, I, I just love any house that that is. I just imagine them showing that on the real estate market. Be like, there are a lot of puzzle based bedrooms <laughs> in the room. So I hope that you're a baby Einstein yeah. because you're going to have some trouble. Uh, a house comes equipped with full library uh, <laughs> filled with first edition books from the 1600s. Oh, yes. There is one giant snake in there that you'll need to avoid. <laughs> but he he came with the house. He's going to be there the whole time. I'm sorry. Resident Resident Evil games will will do that uh where it'll just be like, "Okay, zombies are pretty plausible. Okay, we got some hunters, monsters like that. Uh giant snake in the attic." In Resident Evil 2, they're like, "What if we just made Leon fight a giant alligator in the sewers?" Yeah, for no reason. I think I yeah I think the first game has the sharks as well. Yeah, they 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 have they they have the sharks. They're like w- zombies aren't enough. We just have to make every animal also fight you. Stephanie even when watching the movie goes, "How many different kind of monsters are there in this damn thing? I can't keep up with all these monsters." Yeah, they, they packed a, a, a decent amount of different monsters there. They had they had the uh, the the Dobermans, which I think are pretty iconic from the mm-hmm. first game. I think yeah, it's an iconic enemy. Um, little fun fact: Apparently, the that they were hard to film, uh, because the 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 makeup and stuff they put on there, the dogs just like to lick. Mm, so yeah, apparently it was very delicious zombie makeup. Yeah, and that's uh, there's not a lot of CGI in this. 
There really which is, yeah. No, and and I I think I know why is because when they do do CGI, it it's like it's a little rough. And I know it's two thousand two, but I was like, this liquor. I'm pretty sure the like the the Dreamcast was was rendering better graphics. Yeah, the uh, it. I I, I was pleasantly surprised though. That that was one of the things. Like they did use a lot of the monsters and enemies from the game. I I don't know why they didn't use more of the characters, which is something I'll continue to harp on. But, yes. but, they, but they did pull, like, the enemies out, which I thought was cool. Like, other than the giant snake and maybe the tarantulas. Yeah. They, they, they did a pretty good job, actually. I need the plant monster. Yes. Where you have to mix the herbs to poison a plant so you can get to a sunroom. And then I need Wesker because the truest enemy is man. Yeah. And they have done, I believe, so there are six Resident Evil movies in this series. I know that because after we watched this, Stephanie's like, well, we should watch all of them now. So I ordered them on Amazon on Blu-ray. So there there are six of them. And I know that the the second movie, Apocalypse, includes like the nemesis. Because at the end of this one, they're like, oh, he's a changing. We better get him into the nemesis program. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I know what that is. Uh, Oh, a reference I'm familiar with. Oh, reference. But they do include other characters in that. They also tried to reboot this series back in 2021 with uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And that was more like closer. That's a series, right? Like, it's is. am I correct or is that a movie? Okay, so funny enough, there are two that came out around the same time. Operation Welcome to Raccoon City was a movie. Then they did a Netflix series called Resident Evil that I did not watch. Got it. Okay, I think that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, where um, uh, Lance Reddick played Wesker, and there was an outcry by the internet because they're like, Wesker can't be a black guy. Yeah, yeah. mermaids can't be black, and Wesker can't be black. That's, <laughs> if there's two, I'm not bringing my son into a world where there could be a black <laughs> Wesker. I'll tell you that much right now. At first, they came from my little mermaid, and I did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing. And then they came from my Albert Wesker, and I did nothing. Then they came from me, and there was no one to stick up for me. <laughs> I'm black now. <laughs> That's what they did to me. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so I it was weird that they didn't include any of the characters, they, but they did, did have the references, and they did include more in future movies. But what do you think about Mia Jovovich as the original character of Alice? I thought she was pretty good. And I'm saying that this is going to sound way more dismissive than it's intended. I actually, I mean this as a compliment. But like, I thought she was pretty good because she didn't talk too much. Wow. And and, I mean, which is how I feel most women should be. Am I right? Am I right? No, yeah, like, when I saw how you treated your your wife during that earthquake. Yeah, well, I was like, you hit under her. I'm recording a podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't care if our son is buried under rubble. <laughs> Gavin needs me. Thank you so much for putting me before your son under the rubble. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that. No, but like, I think what happens in a lot of properties that are well known. When you get these actors or actresses that come in, it can be pretty apparent if they know what the hell this is or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like with with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I know they're they're totally different types of movies, but like Ben Schwartz is clearly a video game guy. Oh yeah, and you you and you can tell, you know, like you can tell that there's a love for that. He takes it serious. Sometimes with these types of movies, you know, I I, I don't I would be very surprised if Angelina Jolie had had uh, played the first three Tomb Raider games <laughs> before she got that job, you know? Like, you can tell. So for her being, and, and I don't know if she played the games or not. I don't know if she's a fan of them. But her kind of being more like the the silent, serious type, I think played into it. Whereas I th- believe that, like, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, she was my least favorite part of the movie. Uh, because she was just doing cool badass stuff the whole time, <laughs> and, and and yeah, so uh, I I I I thought uh, the Alice character was actually very good. It's uh, if especially for if, if you're gonna invent something, if you're not gonna do just the obvious and actually do the story, they could have done much worse than what they did with that character. Yeah. So funny about Michelle Rodriguez, you talk about fans of the game and stuff. Yep. She actually told her agent if they ever made a movie, she wanted she to be wanted in to be it. in it because she was a fan. 
and they put her in, and I thought she did fine. I personally like a strong Latina female lead, unlike you, who are threatened by it. Yes, who, who, uh, and now I, I feel her performance would have been slightly better if she was white. That's all. <laughs> that's all. That's all, that's all good. I have no black uh, Weskers, no Latina lead. No, no black Weskers. No, they, I they, don't. The only reason she bothered me, uh, in the movie, and, and, and honestly, has nothing to do with her. I generally like her, is that like, they wrote in all of the, and, and this is a trope I don't enjoy in 2024 anymore. Anyway, she mm-hmm. was the one doing the 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 badass one liners. Okay, you know, like like, like you know the, the kill lines after every. <laughs> now you're now you're going to sleep forever. You know, like just doing, <laughs> she had all those lines, and it, it was just really cringeworthy. It just yeah, it, no. just, it, it didn't work for me in that way. No, I get that. It's and I I do like Michelle Rodriguez. I love every movie where she plays a badass in a white tank top. I think that's a really good choice she makes a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, she has done thirty Fast and Furious movies, correct? Yeah. They they actually kill her in those and then bring her back. Yeah, because that's 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 how it works, man. That's why I'm holding out hope that Paul Walker is going to be back in one of these. God damn it! (laughs) What? What? We're we're this is a movie about zombies. You're telling me that Paul Walker can't end up in another fest. No, you're right. It's a it's a really long con. Yeah, yeah. But we, when he shows up at the end of Fast Eleven and he's like, "Told you you couldn't kill family. Except, we're gonna lose our oh, mind. We're gonna lose it. It's gonna if, if we can have AI George Carlin, we can have zombie Paul Walker. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna buy stock in Corona because it's gonna go through the roof." Once Paul Walker comes back, right. I'm going to do a stock market there. for Corona. <laughs> what stock market? So that I can go to the Sizzler with my best gal. <laughs> hey, baby, how'd you, how are you affording this, Mr. Gavin? Well, listen, I sold some Corona stock after Paul Walker came back inexplicably from the dead. As a zombie. Uh, uh, let's talk real quick about that scene that everybody remembers, and that is the, the laser room. That is some high tech and that that is a lot of security. Yes. Uh well I I know I know that this is one of those things that I, I'm saying this knowing how movies work. Mm-hmm. But like from from a design standpoint, if you're gonna have the secure basically if you're gonna have lasers that just go immediately through people <laughs> and, and, and slice them into perfect little squares and such. Why don't you just have that wall of them come as the first thing? <laughs> like, 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 why do you have one that you can jump over first? And one that you can get up and the like, like, what is the point of that? Just send the waffle maker <laughs> and, and take them out. Like, what, what, why are you wasting everyone's time here? Just get in there, man. Like, that, Listen, I, and, I, and I, I know it's for a movie, so you can do it. Yeah. Are they going to get out? But like. From the design standpoint, I'm like, that is the stupidest use of the security <laughs> system ever. Like, like no, just send the waffle. <laughs> no, I that that's one thing I I try to sometimes separate myself. I'm like, it's a movie, but when you're like ten saw movies deep, you're like, this guy's got a lot of fucking free time to make all these traps. Yeah, he's got a yeah. lot. He's got to get a contractor and a welder, and where where's he get all this uh, rusty steel from? Yeah, d- yeah. So, does, does he have an Amazon account? <laughs> like you can easily yeah. track him with that. Like how does he do all these things? <laughs> so yeah, when you put that out, I I did not think about that, but it's like no, I want my security system to be have to have a quick time event before <laughs> we, we just take them out. Yeah, and how does the- I, I I know it would be the worst thing in the world that could possibly happen if they get through this, but if they get through it. Tip of the cap. <laughs> well done <laughs> for beating my lasers. I'm glad you made <laughs> Shut me down. Shut the whole hive down now. Yeah. Um, I do. That's a really good scene. And I, I think the, the effects. One thing that, that did shock me was this is an R-rated movie, but it seemed like they cut away from, like, all of the deaths. Yeah, there, there wasn't. I mean, there was a little, mm-hmm. but there wasn't a lot of, like, gore. And, yeah. You know, like, like. Yeah, like the the one lady before the guy who becomes the waffle man, uh, you know, her head gets cut off, but like it, it's relatively tame, like the how the laser gets it. And when the people get like, you know, a couple of them get overwhelmed by the zombies, but you don't really see like their flesh being eaten per se. It's just kind of that like <laughs> you know like. <laughs> Yeah, and like when the lady at the beginning gets caught in the elevator and they're and they're like building up to like the tension of like 
oh my god, my head's gonna come off in the elevator. And then it finally happened. It just cuts away. I was like, I want to see that lady's head fall off. Yeah, where where that lady's head go? <laughs> where that lady's head go? And now, and they're like, we're gonna leave it to the imagination. It's like, no, no, you built it up. You edged me. And now yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting my sweet release. Yeah, I, I'm guessing most of the rated R came from uh, Michelle Rodriguez being like, hey, fuck you. There's a, <laughs> lot, there's, there's a lot of lines like that that were just thrown in there. They, 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 were, would, they went over their curses. Yeah, I want to be in a, uh, I, I, I want to be like the fuck supervisor uh, on a script. <laughs> yeah, you do. That, 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 that's called a porn director. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fuck supervisor. What's up? Yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, hang that light, hang some dong. Yeah, be... There we go. <laughs> but I want to be the guy who just go goes through a script and is like, you you could put a fuck here. You could definitely uh, sprinkle a little, a little fuck there. You this, know, this is what uh, the funny thing is. I bet you there's that's somebody's job. Yes. Like oh like, yeah. Th- th- this is not exactly the same. But when I did America's Got Talent, you have to you have to submit your your basically your scripts for your sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever was in charge of doing this uh, gave me the note for one of my jokes where uh, they were like, uh, Ryan, you uh, in this joke, you say the word Fitbit four times. And Fitbit is not a sponsor of us, so we don't want to give them free advertising. So you can't say Fitbit four times. Like that's, <laughs> some, that's somebody's job. What was to yeah. basically be uh, the Fitbit like, oh, oh no, nope. no. Nope. And I was like, I can get it down to two. And then like the director was like, no. I'm gonna fight for three. <laughs> that that that's that's the dumbness that happens in like Hollywood stuff. So I bet you there is somebody going like, how many fucks do we have to have in here? Because if we get rid of this many fucks, like we can maybe go down to PG thirteen. But like I feel this fuck is really just vital to the the spirit. Yeah. People are having those conversations. I promise. Maybe not for this movie, but it's happening. Yeah. Well, well, for this one, they, they were hoping it could be PG thirteen at one one point, and then they realized that they're like, no, we're we're, we're gonna say true to the games and not include any characters yeah, from the, the games, game. <laughs> or, or or the set pieces, or we're, the set pieces. We're, we're, we're gonna uh, have delicious blue tea virus. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it, and, and, and some dogs covered in jelly. That's what we're doing. Nobody rubbed an herb on themselves to recover from their wounds. Yeah, not there was one none. herb. There, there was no, uh, uh, nobody saved their progress on a typewriter <laughs> <laughs> with ink ribbons. Not one ink ribbon. Not one ink ribbon to be found. And that's why, that's what took me out of it. Yeah, was two out of ten, this movie. <laughs> these kids don't know about ink ribbons. They, they don't, don't even know. know. With their save mm-hmm. states and their what have yous. If your memory cards get corrupted, you'll never see it again. You you kids with your Fortnites and your clouds. <laughs> As it were. Uh, overall, though, would you say that uh, I, I, I do think that the Sabbath episodes were good. I do think that this was a lot more action-y than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, like, like that, that's why it's like, it, it, it's a weird one for like, you know, for your listener base. If, if they are people who generally are into like horror movies. It would be hard for me to like ever recommend this as like, oh yeah, this is a horror. It it feels like it's more an action movie with horror elements, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to like, oh, this is gonna be a, some scary shit, or oh, this is some uncomfortable stuff. It just has some of the symptoms of a horror movie. Okay, but but yeah. but, but but it's very much an action movie, like including bad action kill kill slogans and, <laughs> and quips. And all, yeah, a lot of quips. Uh, a lot of uh, ridiculous uh, circumstances. Uh, mm-hmm. The black guy dies early. Yeah, <laughs> like like, yeah, he, like in a good action movie. <laughs> yeah, he gets cubed. He's the guy who gets cubed. He gets waffled. Not, <laughs> he gets waffled. They're like the black guy has to die first and get waffled. Yeah, and he gets the, at least he got the coolest death though. Yes, he did. He get the coolest death that that people don't remember a lot from this movie because it is kind of forgettable. But they remember that that laser scene like that was pretty fucking cool. Um, I I like a movie too where the characters have to try to remember who they are the entire time, which only confuses us, the audience too, who don't know. Be like, well, is she gonna be revealed to be like I'm really Claire Redfield? Yeah, yeah. Like like part of that was was weird too because they would do the little, uh, you know. So so the Alice character and I I already forget what the the dude's name is. Her her, uh, her fake husband. It's like Matt. His name is Matt. Yeah. Matt, very old. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. But 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 their whole deal is like they have uh like some something they were they were secret agents or whatever, but then 
once the nerve gas was put through, it gives them temporary uh, memory loss and they don't know who they are and they're figuring out who they are as you go. The problem is it's not a cool enough reveal when they figure out who they are and mm-hmm. you're and you're not in on it as the audience member either. Mm, like, yeah. like, like, like you're confused. You're like, I don't know who these people are either. <laughs> like, like, like if it was made very clear, like if they were like Chris Redfield and, and Jill Valentine or whatever, that would have been a cool like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah, that's yeah. the cool thing. But they're just like, oh, they're Matt. Uh, all right i don't <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> whatever really, they're like you were secretly meeting with with that guy's sister to take down umbrella and you're like i that, that i okay. barely remember her she's barely in the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, she, she like gets killed very early on yeah she, she's yeah. zombies later that's all that's yeah <laughs> she's zombies later um, ending, of course, you got got the big reveal at the end where where Spencer turns out to be bad. He's the guy who who mean Joe Green the T virus <laughs> into a table, <laughs> and then I I do like that they that they felt the need to show the guy getting coffee spilled on him again. Yeah, <laughs> they're like like that was actually Spencer. Uh, that that was Spence. He was a real dick move. Not only did did he mean Joe Green the T virus, he also not coffee into that guy's shirt. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's a real discourteous gentleman i'll say that right now <laughs> real asshole that guy but then of course he gets eaten by a liquor and which uh, a and, liquor and, is a and then becomes the liquor hey. oh. yeah i like that he uh you have the you have the scene at the end with, with the train and stephanie was watching it and they do the thing where, where the liquor is trying to kill everybody and they pierce the liquor's tongue make it real edgy it's ready to go to a hot topic yeah. And then they drop the liquor through the train and it's like on the tracks and Stephanie goes, why did it catch fire? <laughs> I, I forget. I, I think they showed something to why it was on fire, but I don't remember. Yeah. And, and but it, I was like, it was, was getting like, a little silly. It was getting a little silly. <laughs> that was, I was on board until that. I was like, this is unrealistic. We all know liquors are not flammable. Yeah, this like, is slander. Uh, yeah, th- there was just some weird stuff at the end, story wise. There, because like Michelle Rodriguez, her character, whose name I don't remember, nor will I. Rain, Rain, of course, from Mortal Kombat. Rain, yes. Yeah, it was weird <laughs> that there was more Mortal Kombat characters in Resident <laughs> Evil than there was Resident <laughs> Evil characters. That was pretty crazy. Uh, so, like Rain, and, and I think the cop. Like the the rookie cop, the the brother mm-hmm. of the, I think they were both like bitten, and, yes. and and so like part of getting to the train is like there's this the case that that bad Matt, uh, liquor Matt, uh, mm-hmm. had stolen that had like allegedly had the antidote in there, but like they don't know if the antidote works because it was like early in testing or whatever, so that so they they give the antidote to uh to to old Rain. It does not work. They think it does, but then she's she's a zombie. And, you know, so they, they, have to, they have the dispatch of her. But then, like, if I'm remembering this correctly, because at the end, my brain got muddled here. I No, think mine they, too. I, I think they kind of do a scene where she's like, I'm not going to let you die to, like, the, the cop guy or whatever. And then she's, like, trying to give him more antidote after they already saw that the antidote doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, why should she think it's going to work this time? Like, I don't, <laughs> you just, you just almost died <laughs> because yeah. of, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all weird. Then you have Matt who gets taken away. Cause he got bit and like, he's starting to mutate. We'll put him in the nemesis program, yeah. which is foreshadowing for apocalypse. And then Alice wakes up in the hospital again. She, this she's always just waking up. Yeah. Women be sleeping. Am I right, y'all? That is the truth. <laughs> they they go shopping, then they come home and take then a nap. Sleep. Yeah, she's wearing a like it. That was another part that like bothered me too, because she's wearing like this like cloth or or like paper robe thing <laughs> that that no one would ever wear. Like like it, like if it was just a hospital gown, if they wanted to get a little gratuitous like butt nudity in there. You gotta put her in an actual, just like normal <laughs> hospital type gown. But they did this like really weird, 
like kind of like an apron or like a almost like a lead vest but made of paper <laughs> and it was like tied in a weird way but so like you couldn't see like her like 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 that kind of stuff like just don't do that at all like because like are 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 you telling me that these these this evil umbrella corporation that is capturing her for whatever reason here they're they're gonna be worried about covering up her uh, her naughty bits. <laughs> like, like like we want her to have a little bit of uh, of dignity, dignity. <laughs> left here while but we're yeah, doing this. It's not even a gown. It's like the paper that that you put on top of like the hospital table. They're like, well, what if we did that but fashion? Yeah, yeah. It it it's like the paper that they would run through on American Gladiators, <laughs> and, and and then Gemini is on the other side. <laughs> Just ready, uh, but instead of Gemini, it was a. Uh, uh, Naked uh, <laughs> Mila Djokovic. <laughs> <laughs> Nitro becomes a actually. <laughs> yes. Nitro is pl- is playing Wesker in the next one actually, and uh, there's a whole part where she has to run towards the mountain while they shoot tennis balls at her. Did you watch the not not to get too sidetracked? Did you watch the American Gladiators thing on Netflix? I did not. You need to watch it because they loved cocaine. Yeah, it seemed like uh, I've read a little bit just about that in like just over time, mm-hmm. you know, various articles and stuff. Apparently, it was a really fucked up and like everybody like had severe injuries because they filmed like all these episodes of them <laughs> just getting the shit beat out of them. And like, mm-hmm. like oh, we got to do uh, 15 episodes. We're going to do it in the next 12 hours. <laughs> Go ahead. <and> just <laughs> get out there and destroy these people. Um, this is a bad time to tell you this, but I've actually signed you up for America's Got Gladiators. So <laughs> oh, good. So I hope you've been practicing your joust. Oh god. Will I? Uh, will I get to fight Matt Morgan? No, he was on that Titan show. It wasn't quite America's yes. Gladiators. It was close. <laughs> was that think- is the that is when I said Ryan is a wrestling fan. That is the deepest yeah. fucking cut of a wrestler that yeah. you could. I say TNA yeah. superstar, the blueprint, Matt yeah, Morgan. Matt Morgan. I think he was a Titan. And- and I want to say Ivy Nile might have been one as well. A new gladiator, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Perhaps. And then uh, Rico Constantino, uh, he was a contestant on the original run of American Gladiators. I don't know who that is. Who is uh, that? R- Rico from Billy and Chuck oh, and Rico. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some, uh, some uh, post-attitude era. Uh, I knew aggression that's... stuff. I didn't know he had a last name. Yeah. Well, originally, like, just... originally, he was Rico Constantino. I think that was his real name. <sighs> Deep cuts, the deepest, the deepest cuts. But at the end of the movie, of course, you see that she wakes up in the hospital and Rad Raccoon City has been ravaged. The zombies got out. You got, and that's when you see her rack the shotgun and the movie ends. And that was the first Resident Evil. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Overall, did you like it? Uh, fuck Goldberg. <laughs> that's, <what> it... no. <laughs> that's the scale on there. Yeah. It's like, you're either with the hitman or fuck Goldberg. <laughs> Now, it, it, it's a movie, like, I describe this as the type of movie where it's a bad movie, but I had a good time. Like, yes. Like, 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 there's bad movies that you're just like, oh, for f- just kill me. I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm sitting through all this. This is one that, like, I would never, I, I would not be outraged that, uh, anyone was snubbed from an Oscar nomination <laughs> <laughs> for this one. Uh, Barbie, uh, it was not, but, yeah. but, but it, it's, it's like I said, as a horror movie, I don't think it's very scary, but it, it, it's a, it's a good, stupid, campy movie. Just don't go in thinking that you're going to get the resident evil game. Cause you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, it's just, it, it has like, just like the, the hint of a smell of resident evil. Yes, the the odor of Resident Evil. Yeah. What I liked about it, uh, somebody pointed, somebody said, I would rather watch a 2 out of 10 movie than a 5 out of 10 movie. Because a 2 out of 10 movie has such a charm to it. That's why I would rather watch Batman and Robin than Batman Forever. Batman and Robin is so bad that, that it becomes, like, incredible. And Batman Forever is just kind of bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a very forgettable movie. Uh, I mean, we we, we uh, did a couple uh, on the cafeteria. Your favorite podcast, my favorite and, podcast. Yeah, you know, we we watched like Thanksgiving. We watched that 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 for this podcast. Yeah, which which I, no one could ever, with a straight face, claim that is a good movie. Absolutely, it not. It, it is not. But it is 
so much fun. Mm, it is yeah. so much fun. Yeah, yeah, you're you're very. I'm I'm that way with video games too. Like like g- give me give me a two or a ten. I'm happy mm. with both of those. You give me a four or five, like man, what a what am I doing? It's like not fun and boring. Awesome. To put you on the spot, what a, what is a like a two out of ten game that you loved? Oh, a two out of ten game that I loved. Oh, oh, oh! How many times can I just make that noise before you just oh. the podcast? Oh. <laughs> just, I can listen. We usually go go about an hour. We're at fifty five minutes, so we're just gonna stretch a little bit. We're just gonna I, I, go. I, I could do that for five more minutes. Now, I'm, I'm trying to think of some just like really bad games that I unironically like. Because uh, sometimes, like with video games, I think where the, where the slight difference is is if something is a two, it also probably means it's broken. Okay, you know, that's c- fair. Because c- c- a movie, you know, it might have some issues if it's a two, but it's not going to glitch out halfway through. <laughs> you you yeah. can get to the end of it. Um, there there are like so, NES games had some really notorious um, issues with that. There is uh, a really bad game based on the old game show Funhouse. Okay, I'm not familiar. Uh it it was uh, uh so I can't I, the actual game show was kind of like you're in this wacky house and like you go to these different rooms and crazy things happen and they turned the video game into almost more of like American Gladiators mm. type thing where you're kind of like on roller skates and mm. you just go around these weird mazes and you have to like throw tomatoes at various targets it's weirdly fun it makes no goddamn sense and you're on ice the entire time but it's not mm. a bad but like it's a game that I'd like I kind of want to keep playing this, and I don't okay. know why. Yeah, I've and I and I I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. License stuff can be weird like that, especially when when they don't just do the license. Mm. Just do yeah. the like that. That that's it's like the it's like the example the other way. Like just do the sh- do the show, <laughs> and that's that we're done. Yeah, you know that's all I need. That's all it, I need. Yeah, you know, it's real easy to make a Wheel of Fortune video game. Just do the game show Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> that's all you gotta do don't, don't, but no. don't turn it to a zombie survival <laughs> game or whatever I, I want an open world wheel of fortune game where, <laughs> where Vanna White has to go out and find each letter of the alphabet <laughs> save it from various monsters <laughs> she comes out of the vault like Fallout 3 it's like god a world without letters <laughs> a world without Saint Jack what, what am I to turn <laughs> <laughs> I used to turn the letters, and now humanity's turned on each other. <laughs> that, that's the the end of the trailer. <laughs> that's the... Uh, so we do this thing on this podcast where we discuss our favorite kill and our oh shit moment. Now they can be the same. Um. So Ryan, what was your oh shit moment in this? Um. Well, I was going to do the other one first. The other one's okay. Fine. Do what was your favorite kill the favorite actually i think the favorite kill is the easiest one it's the lasers yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah same clearly for me. the yes. lasers mm-hmm. like that's the uh um uh, there there is a slight sense of oh shit to that too Ma- yeah mostly oh, because, yeah. because the guy who gets number one three of like the seven crew is just instantly murdered <laughs> right there <laughs> very quickly and also like the head guy like the guy who gets waffled yeah, <laughs> he he's the dude. Like he was like the ma- he was the leader of everything. Yes, and, and and it's like thirty minutes into the movie, and he's already getting waffled. And I was that was kind of like a, oh shit, I forgot how yeah. early this happened in this I, movie. I think yeah, you have the oh shit moment of them both doing that, and then also when you are when, when he gets killed, like that's it, and it's the most memorable part as well. So it being an oh shit is uh is very very uh very appropriate i, I would say yeah yeah they, they made a really weird choice we didn't even talk about this i forgot what the character's name was but they made a weird choice that like the badass leader guy gets killed early and, and then the guy who's like i don't know about this man <laughs> that, like, the guy who on everything is just like like we need you to like like this is supposed to be like so this group is basically like the uh, like you know seal team six yeah for, for 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 you know lack of a better comparison they're supposed to be mm-hmm. like if something happens in this highly classified super dangerous lab this is the group that we send 
And there's mm-hmm. a guy who's just like, I'm really scared right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get, I can't do the, I can't do the hacking correctly because I'm just too nervous. <laughs> and that guy lives forever. I do want to say, because one of the things that this movie does have going for it is I miss when movie soundtracks were like a huge deal. Um, I pull up here on Discogs. The uh, Resident Evil move music from and inspired by the original motion picture. Every band on this list is the most incredible 2002 new metal slash <laughs> new metal slash just metal. You've got Slipknot. You've got Marilyn Manson. You've got Cold Chamber. Uh, you've got Static <laughs> X. You have four, you have five different Marilyn Manson songs on this. You can't have enough of them. The main title theme is by him. Yes. Uh, uh, but what? My, 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 yeah. my uh, uh, this was actually my wedding song, uh, Trent Reznor's Fist Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is uh, <laughs> one of these is not, not like the other. I'd like you to point out which one it is. Okay. Let's, um, I, I'm, I'm going to read through here. I'm going to read through a little bit on my end here. Let's see if I can find it. Well, let's go through it together. So we have uh, there's Existence, the main title theme, Fist Fuck, <laughs> Cyanide yeah. 2600. Wall of Death, Torched. Mm-hmm. Got, I, think I think I've got a different one, because I'm on Discogs. Are you on the IMDb one? I am on the IMDb one, yes. Maybe that's what's in the movie. This was like just the like, like the CD you could buy. Oh, okay. I think I'm yeah. looking at just the... Uh, all right. Yes. Well, you, you, you're, you're looking at the, at the film score. In the score. It's, like, <laughs> it's like Academy Award-nominated score. Fist fuck by Trent Reznor. <laughs> but uh, here's one that's uh, here's fun. Fear Factory, Static X, Method Man. Oh, yeah. Method Man can go hard, though. Yeah. And then just like, and then there's Romstein, Il Nino, Mudvayne, and Depeche Mode. <laughs> Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I thought that was funny. I like looking up these like early 2000s soundtracks because it's all just like the most butt metal that you can imagine. And these and that's butt metal that I do somehow enjoy. Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised just given the time frame of when that movie was out that um, Butterfly by Crazy Town was because <laughs> that song is in every movie of, of like I, a certain I... range of years. I swear I referenced over on Twitter today at Gavin Horror. I, I said, uh. We cannot, we should never forget the stranglehold that this song had on, on us in 2001. And I shared a photo of like the guy with the nautical stars on him yep. from, from that music video. Uh, I, I think that was uh, uh, Shifty, I believe his name is. Yeah, was. that Shifty Shell Shock. Yes. Yeah, we're giving him a lot of publicity. So uh, Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> You're my butterfly. Sugar, Sugar baby. baby. Now, Brent, I know I'm Brent. Jesus, I'm so sorry. Why it's would gonna... you do this to me? <laughs> it's to big dog you. It's to be like, you're not, you You know your pecking order here. Yeah. Um, if you liked Resident Evil, what horror movie do you do you think you'd recommend? It, if, I, if someone liked Resident Evil, like, like the game series or liked this movie? The movie. So if someone liked this movie, what movie would I also think they like? Yes, or what would you recommend? Um... Not liking this movie. <laughs> Is that an option? Just, just yeah. If you like this movie, just reconsider a lot of your life choices because your family's yes. worried about you. That's <laughs> that's where we're at, man. Like, understandable. I will say, if you like this, definitely check out Silent Hill. Check out the the cheesy Doom movie with The Rock. It's terrible, but I think you'll have a fun time. And then, like, just any better zombie movies: Dawn of the Dead, Night Living Dead. Check those out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I feel almost like just just something that's a little funnier, like even like Shaun of the Dead or something yes. like that. Because mm-hmm. I feel this movie at times, getting back into the analysis, it couldn't quite decide if it was trying to be like playing itself really seriously or silly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I feel like he kind of, like Resident Evil's kind of silly. Like the video games yes. are silly when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. so it's like I almost wish that like. They were just on the fence a little bit too much. So maybe maybe a sillier zombie movie as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, Ryan, where can people see you? This will be going up probably tomorrow for Patreons and then on Monday for everybody else. Okay. Well, then I can uh, I can give all my dates. Uh, CrippleThreat.com. CrippleThreat8 on all this stuff. Um, you can see me with your boy Gavin 
What up? We're, we're doing a little run uh, February 9th, 10th, and 11th. The 9th will be in Peru, Indiana. The 10th will be in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And the 11th will be in Washington, Indiana. Uh, Gavin's not going to stay for the whole thing. I was dumb <laughs> and decided to accidentally schedule a comedy show during the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now it's turned to a matinee show with a Super Bowl watch party yes. <laughs> afterwards because I want to watch the game. Yeah. Um, so you can see me there. Let me uh, pull up the rest of my calendar. Hey, you put me on the spot. I thought you had more bits that you guys did. <laughs> uh, we've we've gone through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you guys have all these little bits and skits. You're way more organized <laughs> than uh, than we are on the cafeteria. Would, here. would you like me to do a tight five real quick? I would. Yeah. So uh, uh, March 1st, I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. March 2nd, Watertown, South Dakota. March 14th through 16th. St. Charles, Missouri, and March 28th, I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana at Purdue Fort Wayne University. Tickets for that and other shows coming up this year, available on purplethreat.com. Ryan, thank you so much for being a guest host on They're Coming to Get You. I greatly, greatly do appreciate it. I thought you were going to say greatly regret it. And I, I mean that, I was that, like, that too. Me, me too. Uh, I, so, I, I regret it because now... How's Brent going to come back when I already just changed the game? <laughs> when you changed the game. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. can't, he can't compete with this. So how we end the show is Brent usually says, they're coming to get you, and I say Barbara. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say they're coming to get you, and you, you know what you're going to say? I'm going to say, ah. <laughs> they're, Ryan, thank you they, they, they for being on the show. They're coming to get you. Barbara. He did it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, 